Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast with your hosts, physical therapists, Dr. Michael Gorman and Dr. Lauren Bennett. This podcast will discuss a variety of health-related topics focused on educating the aging adult, allowing for an active lifestyle no matter the age. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Gorman, and today we are doing, we're going to be talking about a topic that is very important to seniors all across the United States, and this is making sense of Medicare versus Medicare Advantage. Um, this is something, you know, I have a physical therapy practice in St. Louis and we're a mobile practice. Now we have an outpatient clinic and we have mobile franchisees um, in different areas of the U.S. And this is an important topic because um, some providers take Medicare Advantage, some providers don't. We're Anyway, we're going to talk through all this. Um, but I, but I, I guess I just want to start off. I'm going to introduce our guest in just a second. We're very grateful she's on. But there, there was a, a report in 2022 that showed that 48% of people that are um, Medicare eligible age, so essentially 65 for the most part and up, 48% uh, of those people are now choosing to go the Medicare Advantage route. So this is it just... It shocked me because for something that started in 2003, I want to know like how this happened because I believe it was in 2005 a study came out or or, or the stats back then were maybe 5% of people that were Medicare eligible age had Medicare Advantage plans. So we're going to talk about this, but this is um, much more than I could ever understand. So I brought tonight an expert guest in. Uh, her name her name is Stacy Haberstro. Stacy. Um, we want to, first of all, welcome you to our podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. And we are um, just going to let uh, Stacy talk all about um, Medicare, Medicare Advantage. Stacy, um, she is going to tell us about her company, which is called Senior uh, Insurance Concepts that's um, in St. Louis, and she can tell us a whole lot more about that. But we're honored that she's on. So Stacy, welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate being on board. This is a big topic, so we're going to try to break down the topic and, and help people understand what their choices are. Um, so I, I want to first start with saying that I'm a Medicare insurance broker. So that means that I represent all of the carriers in my area um, and, and I can help people figure out what's the best company, which I think is great that when you have a broker versus someone that's captive, that means they can only represent one company where I represent all of the, well, many of the companies in, in the St. Louis area. I'm licensed in Illinois, Florida, um, South Carolina. That was interesting. Um, so I have a, a pretty unique background is that actually I have my master's in parks and recreation oh, wow. with, <laughs> with an emphasis in outdoor adventure. So, oh, right. So I spent a lot of time in the outdoors, leading great groups, leading trips out into the wilderness, the back country, doing a lot of boundary water, a lot of paddling. So that's kind of my passion. So how, what, how did that ever evolve into uh, getting into this uh, senior insurance world? 
you know, you do a couple things in life, either for um, a relationship, but I ask people, how'd you end up here? Like, oh, followed a boy. But actually, I, I am third generation of a family insurance business. Got you. Yep. Okay. Yep. My grandpa sold health insurance to hairdressers back in the 60s oh up in um, Belnor, Normandy area. And gotcha. he trained my father and my mother started an agency and my brother started one. And I went, um, I worked for them for about 10 years. And then I opened senior insurance concepts in 13. Okay. So it's kind of in the blood, right? It's been, yeah, for sure. been around definitely. Um, and, well, and I think, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, how did we get involved? So really it started with healthcare back in the sixties. And then my mom's agency was actually working with seniors on small burial plans, right? We, we, everyone needs to be buried and, and it, it's an expensive thing. So as I was sitting in seniors' homes, talking to them about their burial plans, everyone kept asking me about Medicare. Mm-hmm. What do I know about Medicare? They don't understand if they were confused. I had, I did a great job explaining about the life insurance. Can I explain Medicare? And I said, no, 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 I don't know. No, no. Don't know anything about it. And so as a service to my clients, I thought it would be best if I would get the information that I could basically just add or answer any questions during my life insurance sales call. And then it just kind of hooked me, right? There's a lot of information on Medicare. Everyone has paid into Medicare from the very first job. And, but no one understands it. Very, very true. So that's how I I, um, It's amazing to me because I have patients that are very educated that they aren't fully aware. For example, I had a patient last year, very educated man. And Tori, I've seen him for a few months. He had a total knee done. And um, as the end of the year came around, of course, we ask every patient, please let us know if next year will you be having a change in insurance? And he goes, well, I'm changing my my secondary. I'm like, oh, okay. So I said, can I see the, your card? And I looked at his card and it wasn't a secondary. He was going from traditional Medicare to Medicare Advantage. And he, for whatever reason, again, very, very smart guy, he did not know that. And so it's it's and we talk to people almost every week that are they think they have Medicare, but it's a Medicare Advantage. So I guess my my first question to you is like, why did Medicare Advantage like ever start in the first place? I think, tell me if I'm wrong, it was around 2003-ish that Medicare Advantage started? Well, actually, um, Medicare has been involved with HMOs since um, 1966. Oh, so, so I really, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I did a little research today just to make sure. So during the 80s is when the HMOs really popped up because the, it was the same networks that people were using at their job, right? Mm-hmm. And so then it was an easy, and they found that the HMOs, that the doctors were very conservative with care and people were doing a lot um, more um, preventative health. Okay. So it's that's kind of how it started in the 80s is that there were, it, it seemed to be an easier transition for them. Um, There were several HMO payment models that were developed and tested, and it just really seemed like a more conservative, um, full body approach of healthcare instead of just seeing you when you're sick. The HMO requires you to come in quarterly to see them. 
um, minimum, they, they would like you to do quarterly, but minimum, they've got that power to see their clients at least once a year. So they're forcing you to come in and to, con to measure your baseline to make sure. Okay. So I think when it became very popular, so they've been around for a minute, when they became popular is in 2006 hmm. is when the Medicare prescription drug plan, part D as in drugs, hmm. came into effect. So then you had a lot of marketing dollars that were put into this huge change of now you were going to have a prescription drug plan and everyone needed to be enrolled in it because if they weren't enrolled in it, then it wasn't going to work. So you don't have to be enrolled in it. However, if you are not, then you will pay a penalty when you go to enroll and only during certain times of the year. So along with that, um, the drug plant was developed. It put a lot of people in front of agents. They had Humana and um, Walmart formed a partnership and every Walmart had a booth, a kiosk in it, all over the country. They, they, I think this is the first year they have not, they are not doing it um, in some regions. So that put the agent in front of the people, the drug plan was confusing. And so then this gave a lot of marketing because you're like, hey, you have a drug plan. Well, what else are you using? Here, here's, a, here's another choice that you have. So I think the marketing and putting agents in front of people and in, in locations to explain the very complicated, <laughs> drug plan, there was a lot of savings that were coming. People, none of the drug plans were, I mean, none of the drugs were, um, people hadn't negotiated them. They were paying at cost, whatever pharmaceutical decided to sell it at right. before 2006 is when it came into play. Okay. So you feel like, do you feel like that's a big reason why it's gone from three to 5% in say 2005 up to 48% uh, per percent. Now, I mean, I, I think that, and as you said earlier, um, the amount of marketing that these insurance companies are doing for Medicare Advantage is especially kind of towards the fourth quarter of the year when people can change insurance. It's it's just amazing. Um, unbearable. Yeah. Uh, unbearable for some. I mean, the seniors at home, there's a whole program um, that I'm working on, on setting up, getting your seniors registered for the do not call. So you can register for the do not call list, right? To try to stop these phone calls that are coming in, but then really just kind of stops there. So now they've worked together to system to actually make a complaint to the FCC to say, hold on, this is a problem. Yeah, we may have gotten grandma or mom off of the do not call list, but she's still getting phone calls. And so unless we complain to the FCC, then how does this stop? Okay. So that's, that falls really in motion because a lot of unsolicited phone calls are being made into the okay. home to the seniors. So, um, so, but, so you, you would say biggest reasons for the astronomical increase from 3.5 to 48% is the amount of marketing and the fact that the Medicare Advantage plans have a prescription drug plan. Is that part well, of now, it? When, when the prescription drug plan came out, I think that was the bridge. They okay. didn't really have a bridge to the people before. So I feel that that was the bridge of when agents became very important explaining how the drug plan worked and hey, here's also another plan Okay, that is available, which is the Advantage plan. But an another reason, Michael, I think that there is, um, we're seeing a number of increase in the advantage plans is because basically the advantage plan is is kind of shifting that risk right 
back to the insurance company because let's just talk about how they work is that this is a zero monthly premium. So you don't pay anything from Medicare Advantage plan. Typically there's many other plans, but this is just a general speaking is that you do not pay a monthly premium that you only pay a cost when you use a service. Okay. So that is kind of shifting that risk. Like, Hey, I'm healthy. I only see my doctor once a year to get some meds filled, or I don't see them at all. I, you know, it's, it, there's no risk on the person that's taking an advantage plan. And then there's a lot of bells and whistles that are involved in it, where um, the advantage plans offers the dental and the vision and over the counter benefit and um, a free gym membership. There's a lot of of enticement that are in these Medicare Advantage plans as well. So if you don't get sick or you don't have a major health issue, then you can spend anywhere from 40 to $120 a year in your healthcare. But we're talking about, and granted, not every senior is unhealthy by any means, I understand that, but you're talking about a a sector of the population that is going to be more prone to needing medical care. Um, am I correct? Uh, and, and, if, and so, and, and if they need that care, will they, um, I don't know, I'm just, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to find out from you, like what are the pros and cons of Medicare Advantage? And what are the pros and cons of what we would call traditional Medicare? And I think that can help our audience. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So the the Medicare Advantage, the pros that we already touched on is that there's no monthly premium. There's no deductible. It includes your prescription drug plan. So there's no extra cost to have to buy a prescription drug plan. And there's no deductible within the prescription drug plan. Right now, if you just buy a standalone drug plan, you have a 500... $25 deductible that you have to meet before it kicks in. Okay. So that deductible is taken away. And then as we talked about earlier, a lot of the bells and whistles, the downside of the advantage plan is your network. You have a gatekeeper, you have to stay within the network and you have to get referrals. We're seeing some of the companies trying to get away from that because they're aware that that's a downside of it. But the, the, the pro Another pro is you just pay as you go for the Medicare Advantage plans. Mm -hmm. So, but you don't know how much you have to go and all of them have a a max out of pocket that's built into it. So you can go to the very back of the Medicare and you book for the state that you live in and you turn, you know, your very last 10 pages and in there it lists the name of the Advantage plan and it lists how much it costs and it lists what your max out of pocket so there's a company in town um, that that has got the essence is is one of the tightest um, and biggest and strongest HMOs in St. Louis. They came into the market in 2006 with a maximum out of pocket of $900 a year. Mm-hmm. The other players in the market had a maximum out of pocket of 5,700, and they came in and said, "Okay, no matter what happens to you, the most that you can pay out of pocket is 900." Right. So you, so it's, uh, do you see what I'm saying by shifting that responsibility to, but if people don't realize what they're getting into, then that's where our problem comes. I, I feel like 
Um, and and again, this this doesn't go for everybody, of course, but I have seen, so I've been a physical therapist for 30 years now, and I've there's been so many patients that on the Medicare Advantage, that the, the company I own, I own now, total transparency, we're out of network with the Medicare Advantage plans. And with that could be a whole separate podcast as to why, but sure. but um we have seen restrictions in care. We've seen um earlier the the plan you talked about that's based out of St. Louis at essence. Yeah. I, I know for a fact that that they're, you know, they can call me tomorrow and complain to me, but I've seen it where they restrict physical therapy care. They only well, you're have, right. They have a gatekeeper. They definitely have a gatekeeper. All of these plans have a gatekeeper. And so, so yeah, I mean, so I, th that's why I always think like, well, the thought of not having a premium and having that prescription drug, all those things, yes, it's very enticing and the beautiful commercials and the free gym and all those things. But it's our seniors that are needing the care for the most part more than anybody else. And if you have a, a if you have potentially a gatekeeper that's restricting you, then I think that that's a huge problem. I mean, I guess, you know, again, it's all about pros and cons, but um, um, so I do have a follow-up on that. But before I get to that question, which I'll probably forget in a minute, because I'm having okay. a, yeah. I'm having a <laughs> bad me memory day. But so you told me pros and cons of Medicare. What are the pros and cons of Medicare? We're talking traditional okay. Medicare. Sure. So the pros of Medicare is that there is no network. And the pros of Medicare is that when you have an emergency or or, or a, a medical situation, you don't get bills at the end. You pay a set fee for your Medicare supplement. Medicare pays 80% and the supplement picks up the balance. The downs, the cons are the costs. Kind of, I think, always comes down to cost. Mm -hmm. um, a person aging in now is you're looking at probably a hundred and eighty dollars a month for a Medicare supplement. Okay. So that is too. Sometimes that's too much for people um, to pay, and but then again, then the pros is it it's a set payment. So I know no matter what happens this month, I'm paying $185 mm -hmm. for my supplement. So it doesn't matter if I'm doing lots of physical therapy or uh, a hospital visit or an emergency room visit, I have a set budget because that's all that I have to pay because it picks up all of the remaining balance. Okay. So here's something I think that you're alluding to, and I think it's education to me is the most important is that people are educated about what they do which at Senior Insurance Concepts, I won't enroll you until I educate you. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't get what you're doing, then no one wins. So let me explain a little bit. When you turn 65, you have or enter Medicare. Let's say you worked until 72, whatever it is, when you are entering Medicare, then you have a choice. You can choose a Medicare supplement or you can choose a Medicare Advantage plan. Perfect. What people don't understand is that if you choose a Medicare Advantage plan, it really is till death do you part. Because when you first join, there's no health questions. Thank you for paying in for 40 quarters. Thank you. Come on. It doesn't matter. I tell people you can be you know, holding your lung in one hand and, and, and missing an arm and a leg 
no health questions, it doesn't matter when you first enter the Medicare system. But you have to know that if you go up, oh, I'm healthy now, I'm gonna go ahead and get this advantage plan, it's not gonna cost me anything. And then five years down the road, you get to a situation where, um, you know, a full knee replacement and you need physical therapy and you have to, you can't just go to a Medicare supplement. Mm -hmm. At that point, you have to qualify for a Medicare supplement. So if you decide that you don't like the Advantage plans, five, six, 10, 15 years down the road, you're kind of stuck because you have to be able to answer health questions in order to get a supplement. But, and, and I can see that look on your face, you're a little bit confused, which I get this look all the time because we have had the marketplace or Obamacare for a long time and no pre-existing, right? Right. No, that was the whole purpose. It, that was why it was developed is that we had sick people that weren't getting covered, just wasn't working. Obamacare stops at 65. Yeah. So there's no pre-existing from 65 under, but pre-existing for 65 and up still exists. And, and we don't realize that. So, so if, if a patient, if a person has Medicare Advantage, I have been told whether it's right or wrong, and that's why you're on, because you're the expert. Oh, if, thank you. If they want to, at the end of the first year, if so let's say they turn 65 and then they do have a Medicare Advantage plan, they can, before the end of the first year, go to traditional Medicare with the supplement without the, the pre-existing questions, just the first year. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's a six month period. Oh, only six months? Yeah, it's a six month period that you have to be able to change your mind in that. But once you get beyond that, so if you start with a Medicare supplement and you want to try an Advantage plan, you can try an Advantage plan for one year and then go back to your supplement without any health questions. Okay, so so you can switch from your supplement. So from a traditional Medicare, you can switch to Medicare Advantage and then switch back the first year? Yes. You can try an Advantage plan for one year. You can tr okay, try so, it for one year. So tell me what that six months is again. I don't, I didn't get that then. Six months is when you first enter Medicare. Yeah. You can, you've got the flexibility to go back and forth. And I'd have to fact check that for you, Michael. I've heard oh, okay. different, I've heard six, I think, I think it's six months. I see. I see. So you, 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 could, you could switch back and forth every month for six months if you chose to, but once you pass that mark, what if it's six months or nine months a year, then once you switch to Medicare Advantage, you have to switch back before the end of the first year. Correct. If you wait and you're in your second year, then you have the chance that you are married to the, or you're in that Medicare Advantage yep. plan that Medicare won't allow you to go back to your self. Well, it's, it's, it's really not Medicare. I want to correct you on that one. It's not Medicare. It's the supplement. Supplement. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So the supplement you have to go through underwriting. So we're making this decision when we enter Medicare at 65 years old and your client base of knee replacement, my dad just had a um, shoulder replacement three weeks ago, not even started his therapy yet, right? So it was an easy shoulder replacement, but he's not moved his arm yet. 
Yeah. Um, but once you get, and he's 80 years old, right? So if he decides, oh, you know what? I, I don't want to be gatekeeped. I want to switch. He, he can't, right? Mm -hmm. So he is in a Medicare supplement, which works. But when we make that decision, we first enter, we have no idea what the next 10, 12, 15, 20 years are going to look like. Right. And so people are doing a, a like I said, risk assessment, like, okay, I could spend under $100 this year on this Advantage plan and have a gym membership and my teeth clean twice and a Fitbit and a personal um, alarm system, help I fell, I can't get up. Yeah. All of this and, you know, they'll send me $80 each quarter of over-the-counter, you know, depends or sinus medicine or aspirin or one that a vitamins or I can pay this $185 each month. So right. you can see mm -hmm. I get how that. the you can see how the trend is. And, and also, um, you know, I just want to state that I, I know we're kind of looking at pros and cons of both. And I do both. I uh, many agents only do one or the other, meaning they only do Medicare supplements or they only do advantage plans. That didn't work for me personally. Because if I'm going to someone's home, I don't know what they want and I don't know what's going to be the best. For and that's them. why I have you on this podcast and not oh. other people, Stacey, right there. Oh, that's why. That's why. Right? Like, I want to, if I'm going to drive to your house and, and educate you, then I want to walk out with an application. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I will educate you on the pros and cons of both and look at your situation the best that I can. Now, you know, I told you that uh, my company, I Move PT, we've been out of network with Medicare Advantage ever since I started in June of 2020. Um, so I'm not really, uh, I'm not really in tune with what it is in network anymore. But I know my past life, we were in network with all the plans. And it was not uncommon for Medicare Advantage patients to have 20 physical therapy visits a year or 30 a year. And if you've had a total shoulder, a total knee, you're going to blow through that. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's what I used to always see. And that used to drive me absolutely crazy. But again, it's that gatekeeper thing. So, um, yeah. And so, yeah, again, I don't know if they're, they've gotten away from that or if that's still there, because I'm not really dealing with that aspect of it anymore. But um, I just think that, the as you said, the more educated that people can be and, and but I think that aspect of it's not so easy to switch back and forth and you better be very careful oh. before you go to the Me Medicare Advantage. Well, absolutely. You just have to be educated on both, yeah. you know, and what are the pros and cons on how they're working, right? I mean, we're now seeing um, med subs that are, are listening and they're offering um, gym memberships and they're throwing in some dental and vision on top of them because that's why they were getting left behind before. So yeah. it really, and, and I, I saw uh, looking at your questions and preparing for this presentation, I, I hear what the, the concern is from your perspective, definitely, but it's just about education and choices, right? right? People just don't know what, what's the pros and the cons of getting involved in it. So it, it's tough. But it's it's here. They're coming. We've got a large percentage of the people yeah, yeah. that are. Well, it's kind of a balanced budget as well. Because if we look back at Medicare, um, and I, again, I could do a whole a whole other show on this. But right now, Medicare is on the hook. I say for eighty percent of people's health care. 
So if I sit down with a senior woman and I say, how much are you going to cost Medicare next year? They, they have no idea. Mm-hmm. They may fall. They may get cancer. They may get a tumor. They, they, we have no idea. So Medicare really is not able to balance a budget of 80% of the unknown. If a person chooses an advantage plan, they have to pick one of the, you know, 23 companies or one of the companies that we serve here in St. Louis. If they pick that, then Medicare will give a set amount to that company, which I haven't researched in the past couple of years. It used to be right at about $800 a month. And now they're now Medicare is off the hook for that 80%. Hmm. So it's kind of a balance, balancing the budget, right? So it's $800. So they know that if Ms. Jones signs up for an Advantage plan, then all Medicare has to pay is roughly 10 grand a year. And then they're out. The insurance company has to pay the difference. So Ms. Jones may only go to her primary care doctor four times a year, costs nothing. Then you may have someone that has, you know, total knee replacement, a lung transplant, a kidney transplant, right? all of these and they'll cost more. But as far as Medicare is concerned, the Advantage plans are balancing that budget because they can say we've got 32.5 million people, you know, in this region getting $10,000, boom, that's what our budget is for the year versus 80% of the unknown. So is it true also that um, Medicare, uh, they want the Medicare Advantage plans to succeed because although they're giving them $800 a month or how much of it is per month, that will allow the funds in the Medicare program to, correct me if I'm wrong, but last for a longer period of time. Whereas if everyone had Medicare with the supplement, then the funds in the Medicare program would probably become exhausted at a much quicker rate. I I just can't speak to that because I just don't have that I, I don't think that Medicare is plugging the Advantage plans. Uh-huh. I think that I, I, that's just not how I feel um, about it. Um, I, I, see, I see why it balances that Medicare budget. I see where you're leading me and I see what it says, but really it's about choices. Yeah. Which, which well, kind of- Stacy, I'm just trying to start a conspiracy theory here. I, 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 I know, not tonight. There's not just tonight. It's a podcast. There, we're- we, unlike insurance, we have no re- regulations whatsoever. So, there, no. But I just, I don't want to. There's, I feel very strongly about um how we are marketing to our seniors, right? We are scaring them, right? We we are scaring them, and we are not educating them. We are calling them to death. We are giving them anxieties by phone calls and commercials. And are you getting all your benefits? And everything's changed. This program started in 1965. There's been some major changes, but they don't change that much every year. I'm telling you, I do all of these certifications. You know, you have to certify with every company. I, I do it every year. The heck, the test hasn't changed in 12 years. Mark that from the record. But we, we we're marketing to people by scaring them. We're overwhelming them with information. It's confusing as can be. And, and people are getting ready to turn 65 and they're getting, you know, 50 different advertisements a day in their mailbox. People right. are hunting, people turning 65. So, you know, I was just having a, a, a webinar earlier in 
um, the week, or I guess last week, with about how we're marketing to our seniors and, and, and how almost every senior that comes to me has already had a bad experience with the phone call, with the switch, with the that. There's, you know, I, I used to drive me crazy and I've not heard it too often, but many people call Medicare Advantage plan a replacement. Like, no, 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 it's not replacing Medicare. This is part of the Medicare program, but you have to figure out what works best. A lot of people are like, oh, my neighbor's got this plan. I don't know what your neighbor's healthcare is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what your neighbor's finances are. I don't know. Yeah. your neighbor and you could be very different well and i i do think it's important too if someone is considering a switch to medicare advantage if you have providers that you like please talk with the providers their office to make sure that they're in network because if you have a certain physician or pt or whatever that you really really like and they're out of network you're 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 you know because some as we have found out over the last three years, some Medicare Advantage plans have out-of-network benefits. Some don't. Right. So. Right. Well, that's the difference between an HMO and a PPO. Right. So the HMO, Stacy's language says, and the HMO stands for have to. You have to stay in the network. Starts with an H, have to. The PPOs is please stay in the network. We'll make it cheaper. So that that's that difference there. And we're seeing a lot more PPOs coming into the market, a lot more of them. So it gives definitely the flexibility, but people also need to know that if there's almost 40% cost to go out of network. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I, it's, it's tough. Again, I think that the key to all of it is making um, educated choices. This is healthcare. You've got to catch it at the front side and know what you're choosing. Because if, if you're not, if you're not getting educated, then, you know, I, I've had phone calls where people said to me, I don't want a drug plan. I go, oh, okay. You know, I'm not on any drugs. I don't want a drug plan. This is, this is when I was young in, in the field. Right. And so I said, okay, you, you know, you're a friend of my dad's from the Elks Lodge. You don't have to have, that's fine. You don't have to have one. Well, that man called me in July and said, all right, I've been diagnosed with MS. I need an injectable drug that's going to cost me 10 grand a month. I need a drug plan now. And I said, oh, you can't get a drug plan until the end of the year for a January 1 effective date. Mm -hmm. Right? So people try to get, so now if you don't buy a drug plan, when I sign you up for a supplement, there's many agents that will. Right. You can, I'll give them, I'll give you some phone numbers to call just because I don't want to get into that circumstance that they're not going to be in the right plan or they're not prepared or they're going to get somewhere mid year and have a knee jerk. I don't, knee jerks are not, I'm not fans of knee jerks. Well, that's why everyone should call senior insurance concepts and Stacey Haberstra wow. right there. All right. So, so we're, we're going to, we're going to move forward. I, I want to know um, real quickly, what is there? I kind of think I know the answer, but is there a certain type of senior that is a good fit for a Medicare Advantage plan? I'm assuming it's one that is healthy, probably has a healthier lifestyle, maybe doesn't have a lot of comorbidities, things of that sort. Would you say that's the best senior for Medicare Advantage or it just depends? It, again, and, and I'm trying to be fair, but it just depends. It, it just really depends. Someone could look at it and go, okay, um, I don't know what doctors I want to go to, right? So I don't care if I have a network because I want to, my doctor is going to tell me who, what cardiologist or 
pulmonologist, they're going to tell me where to go. I don't know. Then you have people that say, oh, I want to go wherever I want to go. So it really is, it just depends on what is, as long as they're educated and they're making that decision, because I, I see such a difference when people are at the end of life that are in an advantage plan and their kids are helping them. Their kids have no idea right? And their kids have to get a referral and their kids have to stay in the network and their kids have to make sure. So I think that's a challenge too, for people that need help towards the end of life, but, but they're in these plans, right? The advantage plans. Some I've seen people of very high wealth get into the plans and I've seen people that have no income get into the plans. Got it. So it's kind of a, it's not a one fits all. And then of course, depends on what the neighbor did or your sister-in-law did when she joined right. Medicare. Okay. So, uh, so as we talk about the the future, what as we've gone from whatever three to five percent in two thousand five up to forty eight percent of Medicare eligible beneficiaries choosing advantage plans right now, what do you see the future? Do you see it kind of staying where it is? Do you see more advantage? Do you see less? I, I I'm seeing a big difference in the providers the people like yourself that are providing. I see a lot of frustration with the advantage plans because of the gatekeepers. Yeah. So I'm gonna see a generation that we're gonna be heavy on advantage plans. And I think that it's gonna shift back to Medigap, Medicare supplement plans when the boomers see all of what they've had to go through with their mom and dad on advantage plans. Got it. Because it's a challenge if you put mom into a senior living and you want her to have the physical therapy there and you're putting her in senior living for many reasons. One, you know, to make things easier on everybody. And then, you know, your 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 care, that the people that are living in that building, your PT or your OT or your home care aren't in network. So that that's a challenge too. So I feel that we're going to have a shift that's going to come back in the next 10 years. Got it. Got it. Well, supplements. you are a wealth of knowledge and <laughs> I know I'm more educated now than I was 30 to 40 minutes ago and I'm learning every day. But um, be before we wrap up, I always ask every guest, what is your mantra? Like what words do you live by? Well, and that's funny because I've, I've referred to it a couple of times. My mantra is choices. We, we all have choices. So making our healthcare choices, knowing, you know, we need to look at it to figure out what will work for us. The choices that will work for us as individuals, right? Not what the neighbor's doing or what your sister did or anything is. So really uh, choices, we're Americans and we are, we have a lot of choices. Sometimes I think too many, but we need to be aware that we've got choices about how we're going to go forward. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All those words are, are great. Thank you so much. I want can you share with the audience uh, how they can get in touch with you? Because again, tell me again, you can work in, you work in Missouri, Illinois, uh -huh. Florida, Florida, South Carolina. Yeah. Have you thought about Arizona? Um, I used to be licensed in Arizona. I did a lot of, a lot of uh, work down there in Macoupin County. It seems my snowbirds are going to Florida. So okay. that's how I ended up with Florida. But I, at one time I, I um, had a license in Arizona. It kind of depends. And that's how I ended up with South Carolina. I had a client that moved, you know, I'm like, she's mm -hmm. like, I need a new agent. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I'm, I'm licensed now there. So she was happy. Um, yes, you can certainly call 
me directly on my cell phone. I know it sounds, I believe really um, strongly in customer service. I don't ever want to get too big that people can't talk, talk directly to me. Absolutely. I can problem solve. Things get busy during open enrollment, but you can also look around and you can reach me through my website, which is at the, you know, www.seniorinsuranceconceptswithans.com. Yeah. I see your phone number is behind you. Yes. 314-517-4073. And she even is high tech and she has a QR code that if you happen to watch us on YouTube, go to YouTube and watch us. You can scan that QR code and contact Stacy. Well, Stacy, uh, thank you again for joining us. I know that we probably could have and should have talked for about two hours on this, but um, thank you for your time. And I hope that people call you because there's many Medicare eligible people that are just really confused out there. And thank you so much for sharing. I know I'm more educated as well. Um, and as always, if you have questions, please email me for, if you have questions for myself or Stacy or anything like that, uh, email me at info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. And I wanted just to take a quick second because I want to thank uh, all of our community. We've had over 2,000 uh, plays of our podcast in the past year. This is our 46th episode. We're going to go on a little hiatus, not forever, but we've got a lot going on here in St. Louis and surrounding. So we're going to go on a little hiatus with the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast, but I promise we will be back and I'm going to bring Stacy back again. And um, I hope you guys have a great day and reach out if you need anything. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. If you have any questions for Dr. Gorman or Dr. Bennett, please send an email to info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. To learn more about healthy aging, visit our website at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Like what you hear? Be sure to rate and subscribe. See you next week.